As a busy business leader, while growing your business, there is a strong chance that you've been sacrificing yourself, your health, your well-being, your longevity, and you've done this for the good of the business and probably those around you. But at some point, bye-bye health because you've not been taking care of it. And then at some point, when your health has declined that much, you would literally give your business away to regain the health you've lost. Now, bye-bye health and bye-bye wealth. Let's show you a better way. Meet your host, Andy Naylor. Andy is a men's physique transformation expert, competitive physical champion, and a multi-six-figure business owner who has helped thousands of busy, high-achieving men get into the best shape of their lives and reconnect with their inner alpha. On this show, Andy is going to share with you his playbook on feeling healthy again, avoiding the common pitfalls successful men fall into, dropping 20 to 30 pounds of fat, and building a physique you can finally be proud of. And the transformations aren't just physical either. You're going to learn how meeting your personal goals will help support your professional achievements, giving you that true alpha mentality. Let's go. So, my guys, welcome back to the show. And I am very excited uh, because this episode marks the beginning of what will be, I think, quite a long series. Um, and this is going to be a series particularly aimed at busy business leaders, high-level execs, professionals, CEOs, C-suites, entrepreneurs, essentially uh, the audience that we have here at, uh, at this podcast. Now, um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Andy Naylor. I'm CEO and founder of Naylor Body Design and your host of the Optimal Alpha podcast. And so this is going to be the CEO series. This is episode one of that. And as it stands right now, I've got maybe 15, 20 topics that I'm going to be running through with the sole desire just to give a little bit of perspective into what we see, given that 80, 90% of who we help are now busy business leaders. We see over and over again and time and time again, the same issues cropping up. And we are very well placed to, of course, take care of those. But I want to use this platform to to already be able to see if we can help in some way with just the free content we're putting out. Because when I started Naylor Body Design, my goal was to help people. And my goal is still to help people. It is a blessing to be able to help another human improve, get better, move away from pain, move towards a goal. It really is. It's what gets me up excited in the morning to get to work. Um, so this will be CEO series. Um, this one is essentially titled, you treat your business better than you treat yourself. You probably treat your business with more care and attention than you treat yourself. So here we're going to talk about prioritizing self-care as a business leader. Okay, it's going to be pretty short and sharp. So um, I have maybe anywhere between five and eight consultations every single day, maybe apart from Sunday, because I do take a day to myself here and there. Again, prioritizing self-care as a, as a leader. And actually, who am I to talk to you about this? Let me just give you a bit of background, actually, if you've jumped in on this podcast. Um, I've been running businesses since 2008. Um, essentially, I've been, well, you could call it self-employed, but you know, leading teams and running businesses since 2008. Um, and so I have a fair bit of experience in terms of what that life is like. Now, here in this business as Naylor Body Design, this will be a, a, become a seven-figure business by the end of this year. 
And we have a very fast growing team inside the business that is essentially international. And that comes with its own challenges and rewards on being the spearhead of that, that business. But it's, it's not me and my team. It's us together. And I'm, I'm always very clear that that is how I see what we do here. But the book still stops with me. Essentially, the book still stops with me. And that is and should be a lot of pressure and a, and, a, and a lot to take on. So as a CEO, I understand what those pressures are like. It just happens to be that the business that I'm in is health, wellness, fitness, longevity, and so on. So inherently, I take care of a lot of the things that what we see other CEOs not taking care of. And that's no fault. It's just what we see. So to go back, I, I have maybe, yeah, five, five to maybe eight consultations every single day with very successful men and women. Uh, family-orientated individuals as well. They, they quite often believe that their circumstances are quite different to everyone else's, which is understandable because they are the leader in their business. Everybody around them is either an employee or, or, or a part of a team. Their world will be different to everybody else's. Okay? They believe it's individual. Many, many, many tell me, oh, I've been an athlete all my life. I cannot tell you how many times I hear that phrase. I've been an athlete all my life. Or... I was super athletic at college. One of those two things. But what they are not understanding is that was 30 years ago. But their mind has stuck back somewhere 30 years ago. And I think we all do this. I, I think I'm still 25 or something. I'm not. Our mind does tend to get stuck back somewhere. And we don't realize that, you know, 20, 30 years has passed. And now that person is not an athlete anymore because they have got a serious selection of problems that need to be dealt with probably starting with at least a good 40 pounds of fat to lose with all the respect to the gentleman who i'm not going to say who this was um i was speaking to him the other day i could see very clearly i could see very clearly in the individual and i was wearing a fairly tight fitting shirt and i have a, a few set questions that i asked someone just to try and understand where they are now and i always say to someone look if you were stood top off at the don't do this but if you were stood top to, you know, stood top off at the moment and you were looking at yourself in the mirror what level of ab definition have you got now i generally already know the answer to this but i'm interested to see what someone will tell me now this person at the time put their hands on their tummy and sort of shook it and said well you know there's a bit of definition i've got a bit of a tummy though and it's but it's definitely not fat now Again, with all the respect in the world, when I watch the person jiggle what was underneath their shirt, straight away I'm thinking they're a good 30, 35% body fat. But in their mind, they're still an athlete. There is a huge disconnect with where they actually are and where they think they might be. They also generally have huge amount of stress, even though the type of person that we work with a lot would want to say that their stress is low. The reality is that they've just got very used to it. They've just got very used to it because they've probably been running their business for, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. So they've got used to what that pressure and stress feels like. So they might think that they're a four out of 10 when they're maybe really physiologically a, a seven or an eight out of 10. That needs dealing with generally poor sleep habits. This comes along with stress as well, like poor sleep habits. That might be just sleep that is not optimal, struggling to get to sleep at the end of the day, depth being poor, lots of waking through the night, waking up in the morning, feeling just as tired as when they went to sleep. They've basically spent some of the best, and this is, this is no fault of theirs, and this isn't a criticism, this is just an observation, <clears throat> but they've spent, and I get this and I understand this, they've spent some of the best years of their life growing that business up, investing themselves into that business to gain 
success, but also financial security for themselves and for their family. And that's honourable, isn't it? Who would not want to do that? All the power to them. I get it. I totally understand that. But however, along that journey, they have seriously sacrificed themselves. And again, it's understandable because there's only so many plates we can spin at once. There's family commitments and probably growing a, a young family and the, the school runs and the this and the that. And, the, and then there's the growing of the business. That's that's more than most people can generally take on. Then when it comes to looking after themselves, that's always tomorrow. I'll deal with that tomorrow. And what happens is, is, is that the pot of water slowly starting to get warmer and warmer until it hits boiling point and things are too late. And that's, it's just before that point, generally someone reaches out to us. They are treating their business better than themselves. And they've got away with it. Generally until the point that they, they, they reach out to us. Because at that point, something needs to change. At some point, something needs to change. And something will change. And if it's not through actions by that individual to the positive, what will change will be something that they don't want to change. And come on, come on this little journey for me. It will look something like this. <clears throat> it will be, they'll generally know also that there might be some health-based issues, maybe with themselves, something that's been sort of creeping up. Doctors mentioned something or something in the family history. So there's always a monster stood behind everybody, right? There's a monster stood behind everybody. The monster is a health event, right? We've all got one and it's going to catch us all up eventually. So here we are looking at what will change. It's going to be something like declining health or continued declining health, leading to some sort of health event, okay? Diabetes, strokes, heart attacks, mental illness, something leading to probably an earlier than they would have preferred death. Like that's the worst case scenario. Well, it's a version of the worst case scenario that if, if an individual does not change something themselves and and take action, that's what's eventually going to happen. And that's bad for the individual, the business leader, but it's a damn sight worse for the family, isn't it? Because now there's a massive gaping hole left inside the family where that person was once. And in fact, the same for the business. The business is now without a leader. And goodness, I, I you know, some of the businesses that, the, the the leaders that we are helping own are huge, huge. And if there's no contingency in place about what would happen if that leader had a you know heart attack or a stroke or you know was was left incapacitated and couldn't run a business, is there something in place to make sure that business survives? I know that's a really morbid thought, but my goodness, I, honestly, some of the some of the businesses are ginormous, frighteningly big. Huge overheads, but huge revenue. But that's big bills that suddenly need to get paid if things aren't happening, right? So if something doesn't change, something will change. So maybe this is resonating with you. Maybe you're like, this is definitely not me, Andy. That's good. Good. If this, if I'm not, if I'm not talking to you, this is not hitting any notes for you. Good. Right. But maybe it will. Maybe you are listening, listen to this thinking, you know, maybe it's a bit, maybe, maybe what this is a bit of tough love for you. Maybe it is time for you to sort of take a, a long, hard look at where you are right now and not criticize yourself. This isn't that, but just a bit of self-care. There's only one of you and there are people around you who love you, rely upon you, 
and are dependent on you and quite frankly just want you around which would you prefer the business or them now i'm not saying you have to make a choice it's not that but at some point i hate to use the phrase balance it's probably overused and the and the balance of an entrepreneur or a ceo is completely off the scale there is, there is basically no balance half of the time and that's okay for a period of time but then there does come a point where maybe the the, the, the family has grown a bit now and the business is more secure and there's the coos in place and cfos in place and now there's people maybe it's time to put your own mask on first that's what they say on a plane right well i don't know if they say that anymore in fact i can't remember the last time someone ever said that on a plane but once upon a time you're, you're taxiing down the runway and the stewardess uh, is is going through the safety briefing and they and they, they sort of talk about when the mask, if, if, if the oxygen levels in the cabin dropped and the mask fell down from the ceiling, as an adult, you put your own on first before looking after someone else. And essentially, as a business owner, you haven't been doing that. You've been putting the mask on the business first and your own second. Okay, put your own mask on first. So... Just when considering prioritizing self-care, it isn't a big deal. Here is a very short list of very simple things to do that would really make a difference. And they, they're not going to take a lot from your life. They're not going to take a lot of time. And that's important. Right? I understand that. But they could just easily move the needle very far for you. And what I always say here is go, just go after the low-hanging fruit. You do not need to go from zero to 100 overnight because that will fail. <clears throat> and you will become more stressed about all the extra things that you're supposed to be doing to look after yourself when you don't really think that maybe you have to do it. So go after the simple stuff first. These are not in any particular order. Hydrate yourself better. Chances are you get up in the morning and the first thing you consume is coffee. Maybe, maybe not, but probably most people it's coffee. The first thing you should consume should be water. Maybe a litre, maybe a litre and a half, depending on your body weight. Get water in. Start to hydrate your body and your mind, okay? Your, your brain and your internal organs are a good 80, 85% water. It should be the thing you consume most of. Water will immediately make you feel and perform better, okay? Next after that, nutrition. A lot of the comments that we get, and again, understandably, is that busy business leaders are eating for convenience and lots of business lunches, to just first of all, with the business lunches, just make smart choices. When you go to a restaurant, pick something where you can see the individual food rather than it being something that you can't judge what you're eating. Imagine a curry, for example. It's very difficult to understand what's in that curry. But let's say you order a 250 gram steak and a side of sweet potato fries or a salad, you can see them. You know what you're getting within reason. Just make those sorts of smart choices really easy. And when it comes to your, your food, the more, the more food you prepare yourself or is prepared at home, the more in control of it you are, okay? The more eating out and getting stuff delivered and, um, dare I say, fast food on the go, you have no control. And the quality of that food is shocking. You wouldn't put that food, you wouldn't put fast food into your business as a fuel. I can tell you that. You wouldn't. So why on earth are you doing it to yourself, okay? Better nutrition ring fence your sleep after probably oxygen water i would say sleep is the next major thing that you need to stay alive think about that oxygen you need to breathe every 
quite often, right? Water, you wouldn't last much more than three or three or five days without water. Sleep is not far off the same. If, if, if sleep was entirely took away from you, you'd pretty much go insane or die. Not too long, not too long. But busy business leaders tend to put up with pretty poor quality sleep for a very long period of time. And again, <clears throat> just like stress, they get used to that and they believe that that is their power. Oh, I've, I've always only slept four hours a night and I've always woken up four times and I've always woken up feeling, I've always you know, woken up in the morning feeling this tired. That's just normal for me. Does it need to be normal for you? Would you prefer it to be better? So prioritize, and I mean prioritize sleep. Go to bed, wake at the same time. Try not to use an alarm. Have your uh, your routine leading into sleep uh, as as solid as possible. So three hours before sleep, you should stop eating. Two hours before sleep, you should stop drinking. One hour before sleep, get away from screens, backlit devices, electricals. Three, two, one, easy, low-hanging fruit. And then have no electricals in the bedroom, and it should be um, it should be cooler in the bedroom. It should be pitch black, okay? And if you take your phone in there because you need it, it should be, one, definitely not charging. Two, it should be on airplane mode. Just start, and we've, I've done, go back into the podcast. There are, there are many other moments in, the, in these episodes where I've spoken about stress and sleep in more detail. And we probably will do again in the future. But really work on your sleep. The better you sleep, the better you wake up, the better decisions you make. Um, stress. Now, inherently, stress comes at us from multiple areas of our world. Your business will be, and the, the number one answer I get when I ask someone what's their biggest stressor, it's work. So one, we can't take that away. But you can change your perception of that stress. You can change how you react to stressful situations. Some people are better than others. Some people are more highly strong than others, and that's normal. But if you know that you you react quickly to stressful situations, then learn to remove yourself before the reaction. And I'm now going to give you two very simple modalities to make this a reality. One is meditation, also known as mindfulness. The other is box breathing. Our breathing, which is both of these things here, meditation and box box breathing, breathing is our quickest way to change our um, autonomic nervous system state. So we're either moving, but we are always moving between sympathetic tone, fight and flight, and parasympathetic tone, rest and digest. When you're stressed, you are with high cortisol and highly sympathetically toned. Cortisol is, a, is another subject that we'll cover on another day. Uh, ultimately, it should be higher at the beginning of the day and dropping as the day goes on. But the sympathetic tone part, you can alter where that is and how, how fight and flight you are through your breathing. So box breathing being the thing that you could do immediately. You essentially breathe in for four seconds, you hold for four seconds, you breathe out for four seconds, and you hold for four seconds. So box in hold, out, hold, all for four seconds, all through your nose. You do that for a couple of minutes and I can guarantee you the feeling of stress and anxiety will melt off you. And you can, within reason, do that anywhere. Someone's just cut you up in the car and you want to run them off the road, box breathe, do it there and then. You don't need to close your eyes. You've just come out of a meeting that's really wound you up. Take yourself away to another quiet meeting room with no one in it, sit there, make it look like you're making notes, just box breathe. Like, dude, it's, it's so simple. Yeah, honestly, so, so powerful. 
in terms of just dealing with this at the moment. But now we want to start to put something in place that can help you all the time. And that is mindfulness meditation, which is as simple as now sit with your eyes closed and you focus on one thing, your breathing. And essentially, that's it. There are many different ways you can do it. Personally, I use an app and I do guided meditation every single morning for 10 minutes. Um, I used to do this more a long time ago, certainly when I was getting ready for shows and things like that, where I needed to be calmer of mind. But recently I've started again because business is busy and I, I need my mind on side because I am one of those people who reacts quickly to something and then sometimes later thinks, damn it, I should have, I should have taken a moment. So I do shoot from the hip a little bit and that's caught me out before and hopefully it won't again. But one of the things that I put in place is this between a stressor, someone saying something to you, you seeing a result of something, some data, whatever the stressor might be, but there is a stressor and then there is your response to it. You can't change the stressor. You can't change looking in a sales sheet and seeing numbers that you're not happy with. You can't change someone I don't know, handing in their notice. That's, that's out of your control, but your response is yours. Your response is yours. So before you make that response, you need to create a gap in time to give yourself time to make a response. Now that gap sometimes only needs to just be a few seconds. It could literally be a couple of in-breaths through your nose while you just take that information in and not shoot from the hip. Sometimes that could be, it needs to take a day. Who knows? I don't know what the thing might be, but what you want to do is train your mind to look for the gap. And mindfulness is, to my knowledge, pretty much the best way to do this. Um, I've retaken up doing this again. I think I'm on a, I'm on a seven day, seven day streak because the, the app that I use counts a streak. Um, so you, the goal is not to become uh, competitive with mindfulness practice. There, there is no goal. You never complete it. And you can't go hard at your mindfulness practice. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. But the app still gives me a streak. And I know, and I know that my best streak is 77 days. And there is some competitiveness in me that's like, okay, I do want to beat that. Not because I want to beat 77, because I want to become more consistent. I want to become more disciplined in my mental practice. I train five days a week with my, my body and I train damn hard and I can make progress. But we should be training our mind as well. In fact, should we be training our mind more, maybe? Because where the mind goes, the body follows within reason. Hydration, nutrition, sleep, stress, meditation, box breathing. The list could and will go on. But for now, low-hanging fruit, okay? Start to prioritize yourself a little over your business. Small steps, okay? Because... There's, there would come a point, there would come a point where if your health degrades far enough, you would literally sell up that business and get rid of it to pay for whatever surgery or medical bills you need to stay alive, to see your family grow. That's the harsh reality of it. Your business is just a business. It, yeah, it means something to you. You probably created it just like I did mine. One day there was nothing. The next day there was nail body design. And now here we are, you know, many years down the road, 20 odd years down the road with a team of 28. And I love everything about it, but it is, it is a business and me and my family will always mean more than that. And it, and I'm not saying it should to you. I can't tell you what your priorities to, should be, but there are people around you that want you to be around. 
So learn to treat yourself at least as good as you treat your business. Your health is your wealth. It's such an old saying, but your health is your wealth. And the moment you lose your health, you've lost everything. Okay. So there we go. First episode in the CEO series. I hope that's been useful. There are going to be many more of these to come. Again, thank you for staying here to the end. If you're here, I appreciate you. If you've enjoyed this, please share this with another business leader out there. Um, if you think it's going to help them, I would massively appreciate that. And if it's helped you, five-star review um, and a couple of comments would always go down nicely. I appreciate the feedback because it helps me understand exactly what content the audience out there want to listen to. Uh, and of course, I will then provide it. For now, go and have the most amazing rest of the day and I will catch you on the next episode. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We hope that you feel motivated to start making changes in your life so you can see those results that you've been wanting to achieve. Remember, you can do anything you set your mind to. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review and make sure you tell your friends. If you'd like to connect with Andy, you can find him on Instagram at Andy underscore Nailer underscore Pure underscore Elite underscore Pro. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well. Talk to you again soon.